Hello friends, so excited to tell you about the new Trade Show University YouTube channel where we have five-minute pro tips, we've got longer training episodes, we've got expert interviews, and so much more coming up. Many of these video versions of the podcast episodes that you've enjoyed, plus there's videos there of content that is not available on our podcast, so please go to YouTube, search for Trade Show University, hit subscribe, and binge on those videos, which, which I have designed to help businesses get more leads, more sales, and more profits through the power of trade shows. So go find Trade Show University on YouTube and tell a friend. Welcome back, everybody. Really excited today. I, I, I am just a big fan of, of our guest today. She is dynamic. She is well-versed in, in the events space and industry, has a great background, and she's a fellow podcast host, so I really like that about her. Her name is Francesca Bellit, and she is the co-founder and the event web specialist at BBR Web Design and Management, and she's also the podcast host of The Events Cast. Francesca helps event professionals build and improve their event websites to better market their events and sell more tickets. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. She comes from a background in event and marketing and believes there's better, easier, and less stressful ways of creating and managing event websites. And she's also, like I said, the host of the Events Cast podcast. I'm going to let her talk about the, that a little bit later. But uh, Francesca, welcome to Trade Show University. Thanks for joining me and say hi to all of our event professionals out there. Jim, thank you so much for having me on today on the show. I am so excited being here. I am such a big fan of your show. I have been listening for it, listening to it for ages. <laughs> I I don't I don't even know how how many episodes I have listened to because you have so many and I love the job you've done recently of like actually organizing them all on your actual website and putting them into categories, making them so much easier to find the episodes you want. I'm loving that, but I am a massive fan of yours. So it's uh, an honor to be here with you today. Thank uh, you. All right. Good thing we're not doing this on video because I am blushing big time right now. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. Thank you for that. And and today we're we're really gonna be uh, talking to show organizers, show planners, event planners on how to build a website that connects with your audience and converts to ticket sales. So you have this big, great background in event web design. Tell us some of the features that every event website really needs. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, every website as we start from the beginning, every website should be slightly unique and slightly different. So sometimes it is difficult to say like unique features, everyone every website should have, but reality is there are unique features that every website does need. Like it, it's clear things you need. I mean, but so say we're organizing a trade show. So we're trade show organizers. We've got a great show coming up. I think there are a couple of features you need. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously one is a landing page explaining your event and all that, but that is quite obvious. So I'm going to like skip that one into a bit more details. Obviously you need your ticket registration, which is also a bit of a obvious one, because otherwise you can't sell tickets, you can't get people <laughs> registered. So I am going to kind of like I've mentioned those, but go right past them. I'm going to go to a bit more deaf ones, what people don't think about so much. My first one is an, F an FAQ is something that I fight with so many clients again and again, because there are people who don't really agree with having an FAQ on their website. They don't so many times want those questions exposed, like in front of the public, they're like, Oh, I'd let people come and contact me. I just prefer people to 
them to reach out to me and I'm like no FAQ is so important to solve the doubts of everyone that's involved in your event and here's where like the part of the FAQ comes in and FAQ is not just like five questions it you need to break it down like for questions your attendees might have questions your partners might have your speakers your sponsors just like think of every single person that's going to be involved in your rent and every single question they might have and create an FAQ and include them on your site. It will also save you so much time managing your event. It will save you so much time going back and forth with emails, picking up the phone with questions people have. And it's so easy. And my biggest tip of like an FAQ what it comes out to is don't just create an FAQ page, which I recommend you do, but also create small little FAQs built around your website. So for example, underneath your ticket, your ticket registration theater, I am a true believer that you need four or five questions under there, right under there with those questions, everyone's going to have just before they give you a, your, their money, especially if it's a paid ticket. People before getting their card out, like we are all online consumers nowadays, I think, or most of us are, and we all know what the process goes like when you're about to give someone money, you suddenly have the questions like, Hey, what happens if I want to return this, if I want to, so what questions are your audience going to have right in that moment? They're probably thinking, Hey, especially nowadays with how the events world is going, what happens if I can't make it? Yeah. What happens if I want to bring someone else to the event? What happens if I want to swap my ticket and give it to a colleague? What happens if this happens and I can no longer make it? So what happens with my $150 <laughs> or pounds or however much I paid? And I. I have this fight with a lot of people because a lot of people don't want to include these, especially the refund policy, like right there where the ticket is. But it's so much friction if you don't, because in that moment when you've got someone, they've gone through their journey, they've right got there, convinced to buy a ticket, about to go it, and they don't give you, you they have a question and you can't answer it to them. If you get them, send them to contact you or something, you're just wasting so much time. So I think that's so important to have it there. So FAQ is one of my one of my favorite ones. And I think it's the most simplest, most underrated thing on a website. And it's so important. Oh my gosh. That is, I'm just going to, I'm going to jump in here and just agree with you a thousand percent on this, especially, okay. If you're a show planner, you're a show organizer, do you enjoy getting all those repeat questions, call those phone calls, those emails that you're, you're answering over and over the same questions over and over and over. And I know I, on the exhibitor side, I've been the person calling with basic questions and either I can't get a hold of somebody or they feel like I'm bothering them because they're in the middle of everything. And it's just a couple of days before the show. And I'm, I've got this basic question that if it was on the website, I'd be done and I wouldn't, I'm not bothering you anymore. So, so think about that. Think about, oh, wow, this will really make my life easier as a, as a show organizer. I could focus on the things I need to get done. And you're going to be creating, creating a lot of peace for <laughs> and, and solutions for all those people who are who are wanting to attend or wanting to ex become an exhibitor or sponsor at your event. Okay, I'll, I'll let you jump back into it now. Yeah, no, that's great. I would say that the next must-have theater is a contact. So you would hear me saying that you need an FAQ so you don't have people contact you, but a must-have is a contact. And a contact is not a form. It's not a contact form. It is your contact details. It is an email and a phone number and the face of the organizers and really putting a face, putting, putting a contact actual details behind your event. Why is this so important? One, I think, cause like any 
any place online really in any relationship you are buying from people you know relations are between people and sometimes within events the difficulty especially if it's a new event is getting past that is actually showing that there are people behind your organization there's people organizing this event there are people here to support you and if you decide to be a robot and decide to take all this away and just have a contact form you will never be able to break that barrier and really saying i am francesca i am the let's say exhibitor customer success manager i'm going to be dealing with my with the sponsors and i am here to help you and if i don't show that who i am and who that face is well there's you know you just don't build that lovely trust and relationship with your well with your attendees with your with your sponsors with potential sponsors but by putting a face to someone by putting a contact number you really just build a relationship of trust with the people on the other side of the screen and they might never they might never get your number they might not need it but they know that especially just seeing that before they you know before you attend these before buying a ticket before your sponsors before buying signing a contract they know that they if they need you you are there and that's the only thing you're proving to them you're saying here are all these questions all these lovely faq questions i hope to solve your doubts here but if you can't you can contact me and in event events are about people it's about connections it's about being you know it's about people meeting people so i can't understand when people don't just want to give out <laughs> their contact numbers and they hide behind a wall because it's like you i think you really need to show yourself available if someone's yeah. lost i know like as an event organizer the day of the event you don't want thousands of attendees calling you saying i can't find a venue okay that is why you're going to create a great travel and venue page that's why you're going to have all that information there to make sure that no one's going to get lost but if someone gets lost, you want them to call you. You don't want them to just turn around and go home. And you want them to be available for them. That's my second. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I actually think I have loads of other theatres and I know we have quite a few other questions. So I'm just going to like go through the next ones like really quick so we can actually sure. move on to some of the other ones. But some yeah. of the other must-have theatres are a really well-round page talking about your sponsors and your partners, including all their information, including where you can find what well, who who they are, what type of sponsorship or level they have with you, um, who's gonna who of your sponsor what what they do, who's gonna be coming, you know, what members of their teams are gonna be coming to the event, how people can find them, what cool stuff they'll be bringing to the event, what cool stuff they'll be doing, what sessions they'll be running, all the information, not just their logos, not just their logos on the front page. We need to show love to our partners. I think that is so important and there's so much more we can do here. I think we also need travel and venue information. So much travel and venue information, like I just mentioned there before. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure people know where to come. And I do, there's so many other ones actually more, <laughs> but I think, but I will go into depth of like one other theatre that I think there's more than a theatre. It's like an area of the page. What I truly believe, I think every event needs is like a page, an attendee page or like a page. I think we focus a lot of time on the website about what happens until the moment we buy tickets. And we focus our websites around promoting the event and many times then forget about the relationship that goes on with our, well, with our sponsors, with our, with our speakers, with our attendees from that moment to the moment of the event. And I know nowadays a lot of people they have apps which if they do are great however also those apps don't really launch into the week before the the event but we so many times put all this attendee journey or the sponsored journey just in emails to fro and they're just on social and all this just gets lost and reality is 
if I'm organizing an event and you, Jim, attending my event, you'll probably see my confirmation email and you'll see emails coming through in the, in the meantime to the day of the event. But how much attention are you paying for those in every single one of them? Certain emails you'll receive and you won't really, you know, you'll be busy with something else. You won't see the agenda in that moment. You won't see the, the 10 tips I sent you of how to make the most out of this event. You won't see all that. But the day or a couple of weeks before, suddenly you'll remember and you'll be like, oh, wait, I want to know what's happening at this event. I want to go and find all the information. Where do you go and find it? Yeah. Where do you go and find all that information? Yeah. Do question. you <laughs> go to your inbox and type in Francesca and see which emails I sent you and start reading past all your past events from me? Probably not. You'll go for the websites and you'll see how to buy a ticket again. But most times, in before the actual, I think like now this is broken a bit with the virtual events, but still for physical events, I don't see this enough, like where one place where all this information is gathered. Mm. So I'm a massive fan of creating a space, <laughs> of creating a space online where you put all this information in. So you've got your website, myevent.com, but then you've got loginmyevent.com, you know, or attendees or sponsors, and you've just got a special space where you've put in all that information, which you've already created. You don't even need to create new information for them. Yeah. All those emails where you said, here are the top 10 tips to make the most out of it. We'll just chuck in a blog and make sure there's a link on it, on this special area, this special area that says, hey, Jim, there's 10 days left to the day of the event. What do you want to do? See the agenda, see the speakers manage your ticket, add it to your calendar. And then you've got, here are the latest news from us. And just all those things you sent in my email collected in one place. So you just know that that one link you need to follow and you can have everything there. And I would say we need one of those for everyone. We need one of those for our sponsors, where it can say to your sponsors, here is that FAQ we're talking about before. Here is where all those questions, what you're gonna have before the day of the event, here's where you can find them. Here is that contact I told you, you you can you can come and if you've got any questions you've got here is the venue yeah. here is everything you need to know and one of like a page like this dedicated for each of our users so to, to improve the journey basically we have with them that is my biggest theater i think <laughs> that most pages don't have and i believe that every page should have <laughs> wow you have given us so much to think about so I'm sure you're going to have a lot of people going back to the beginning of that section, rewind this by a few few minutes and listen to that again. And I'm just going to go over some of the some of the things you said again. You know, the FAQ page obviously is important, but then also put an FAQ section at the each at the bottom of each of those main pages when they're when they're buying their tickets so they you can answer all those quick questions. Make your contact page very personable. Make it so that people can contact you directly. Put put the pictures up there. Mm -hmm. Like Francesca said, we buy from people. We are building relationships with the people that are attending and are exhibiting our events. Oh my gosh, that's such a great idea. And, and then make sure you have that those special sponsor and exhibitor page, those, those partner pages, show them some love. They're the ones paying for this whole thing. A lot of times you might be charging your, your attendees, but a lot of times it's a very small amount. It's really the, the exhibitors, the sponsors, mm -hmm. the uh, advertisers that are are really pumping all the revenue into making this event happen. So make sure you're showing them some love and, and give them great coverage on their own pages. Have that travel and venue page. 
to make sure that people can find the mm-hmm. the venue and maybe have maybe even reach out to your local convention and visitors bureau of that city that where the event is being is taking place so that they can add some information about things to do in the area sightseeing all that kind of stuff to get people excited about coming to the event and then have those special attendee pages that has all that great information once they've bought that ticket now they have all that uh, you know the 10 top tips for making the most of the show here's a virtual tour of the of the show floor or the event venue anything that you can think of to really make the attendee journey all it can be wow just <laughs> i love it this is great stuff i'm just i'm i'm like a kid over here just at the candy store thinking about how these how these show organizers now have the tools and maybe they're going to say, oh, you know what? I've been fighting with my web designer about these certain things that I got to stop doing that because I'm hurting myself and we're hurting ourselves for our event. Thank you so much for sharing all that. What are some common mistakes that that event organizers make on their websites? Oh, the question. I love this one. <laughs> one of my One of my biggest mistakes is really not paying enough attention to their website and by not paying much attention I mean not keeping it updated as it needs to be. I think a lot of times people see a website as a static element as something they will create let's say three four five six whenever amount of months out they might have a few dates booked in to launch it to launch it sorry to update it they might update it if lucky the day before the event which is (laughs) My main mistake is people not updating it at the event, and I'll go a bit more de- detail about that. And then most importantly, after the event, I think like people just forget the importance of keeping a website updated. It is, I mean, for not for two main reasons, really. One is for search, for search purposes. So many people come and say like, oh, I want to position my website at the top of the searches and I want everyone looking for events to find me, everyone looking for trade shows in finance industry to find me. How are they going to find you if you are not providing information, if you're not providing information upfront and updated information? So first, if you don't keep your website updated, you'll never make your way on the list of a search engine, really, apart from your name. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully they will be able to find you if they search for your name. But then second, for your audience, really, you want to train your, and especially if we're creating these part, these pages for your audience, you want to train your audience to come back to you, to come back to your website. Okay, this is not as important for the actual event in itself that it is too, but I think especially when you're thinking of a long-term strategy, you're thinking of returning attendees, returning attendees coming back year after year or month after month or however often you create events but if you want to train your audience that to come back to you to get something certain you need to be giving them something you need to show hey i update every monday i've got i'm going to announce 10 new speakers on my website and you're going to come and see them or i'm going to share with you five new pieces of content of this subject which is what your event is related to or i'm going to add five new technologies that are going to be here at my event or five new exhibitors or wherever it is and train people to come back to your event, train them to be coming back to see your latest news. This will help you for, well, for anyone that you've already, is already attending your event, being sponsors, being attendees, being whoever they are, because they will return and then you will build that better. You have a better chance to actually build in a journey with them, build in a better experience. You get better chance of them not dropping out 
out of your event because they're updated, they're really looking forward. They haven't just signed up and then remember about your, de- your event the day before, but they're informed and they're really looking forward to it. You're also improving that in the return rate in the long run, but also you're training everyone that may not be ready in that exact moment. So let's think of it, think of it in one way, a partner. Say they, they're interested in your trade show. They come check out your website. Hmm, there's not enough information to convince me to give you my money to sponsor your event yet. I'm interested, but it's not enough. If I, I'm going to maybe keep an eye on you though. I'm going to keep an eye on, cause I've got you on social, these things come out. I'm going to keep an eye on you. I come back next week and it's the same. And the week after it's the same. The week after you've lost me, there's nothing else. I mean, if your sales guy isn't amazing and he's totally sold me into what you've got, I'm, you might just lose me because it's, and you probably do have to put more effort in having a great salesperson selling the event because you're not putting the resources elsewhere. But if you put some resources into updating that, they will come back week after week. Wait, wow, wait, this guy's also signed up and this competitor signed up and this one. And wait, these speakers, these top thought leaders are coming and I'm not going to be there. I need to be there. And wait, I've got attendees from these companies coming. You know, all that, they'll just go singing. It'll make your sales process so much easier because you're selling them on a different way. They come back and they see it's updated. They also see you're doing things with your event. So there's so many benefits in that. But my biggest mistake really of not keeping updated is the people who don't update on the day of the event. (laughs) (laughs) The day of your event, your event site needs to flip 100%. It needs to flip to not say buy tickets if you're still not selling tickets. It needs to flip because who is going to, okay, you might get a few people visiting who might want to attend, but who is going to be visiting your website the day of the event? Probably in the morning of, they're probably people thinking, how do I get there? Or who was this? Who was that? What was the agenda? Or who was speaking? Or what were the texts that were going to come here? Or what were the sponsors? What to see with this? You've got the people asking all these questions. So they come and visit your site. So you just totally need to transform your page to answer those questions instead of being now in the sales process, because you're no longer in the sales process. You're no longer on that journey. You're now on the journey of, I need to get actually people in the door. I need to get people in here and I need to get them down on my exhibitor holes and I need to get them visiting all my exhibitors and I need them going to enough people as possible. So how do you get them there? You know, I think you just need to flip it. So your website is today is the day. Here is the, here is the map, how to get there. This is the venue. This is the lineup. These are the texts you're going to find. And this is everything else really everything they need to know. And then the biggest mistake, and then the biggest third mistake with this is not dating it after. Yeah. I bet Jim, you have probably got seen an email, which you might've received when you're on holidays or when you're away, or you suddenly find this email and you click on the link and you go to a, a to event web and you're like, oh, this event, this event sounds cool. I'm interested in this. And then you see it was from March, 2020 and they still got selling <laughs> yes. tickets. Yes. <laughs> And you're like, what? You've just, I've wasted my time being interested in this event and I can't even attend it. And it's not just what you said on that idea. And then you're like, totally lost you if you still got selling tickets. Cause you're like, well, I'm not interested in this goodbye. But imagine if you're like, oh, I missed out. Cause I was on holidays, but there's one going to be coming soon. I don't know when it is. They don't know when it is. They don't know the venue, but there's a waiting list here. There's a really cool wait in there, or, you know, I can sign up for the next one, or I can see all the presentations from my 
from the text that were that one, or I can see. So I think just flipping the site the day after to represent the stage you're at as well is so important and to gather, I think like right after, especially the day after, there's so much potential to com- a conversion right there, or especially if your sponsors, there's so much you can do to re-sign the deal again on the right after the event. So having something ready to like literally flip it right after with a thank you, with feedback that you include as there, with some photos and with a sign up form, which you can have to sign up any attendees, speakers and get sponsors also that might be interested for your next one. That is, if you don't do it, so much potential loss really, if you don't flip and don't utilize that moment because it's when people, also those moments after, like you've probably seen it in your LinkedIn feed the day of, the day after, you're seeing all these posts of this event. And you're like, wait, this event looks pretty cool. I don't want to miss it next time. That's the moment you're going to visit that website. That's yeah. your first contact. That's your first journey with this event, which this year you have missed. There's nothing you can do about it. But what about the next one? The thing that I love about these mistakes is that you didn't just give mistakes. You gave the solution and you gave the why you need to, to do it. <laughs> so, so everyone who is listening, you know, that if you if you have any web questions, Francesca is the person to go to. She is rocking it today. She is giving you such great stuff. I and I love that flipping the flipping your your website the day of the event. Such great information there because how many times like like you said, you go to the the website after the event and it's still they're still trying to sell me a ticket for that event that happened happened two months ago or two years ago because they never took time to to update it and such huge lost opportunities there. Plus, you have great opportunities to continue to show love to those sponsors to those, those advertisers who are going to continue to, they, if, if you do things the right way, like she has outlined for you today, then you're going to have people coming back and say, okay, I want, I, I want to sign up my sponsorship for next year, but I want to make sure I'm the lead sponsor. Or I want to make sure because I had such a great return this year. So just fantastic stuff. Thank you so much. Give, give some people some, some top tips if they're, they're ready to get started. And they're like, okay, I've, I've, you gave me some, some great stuff. How do I start? Where, do I, where to begin with this? What is the mindset we need to have when creating our, our website? Yeah, absolutely. I think the first step you need to do is just think about creating a journey for your, for your audience. I'm a massive fan of journeys all around, whatever you do from a marketing point of view. My answer or practically anything will be, a journey, <laughs> map out a journey. And with a website is, it is like that too. You can't just put things together. Like a lot of people do a lot of times events industry. It's also moving very fast. It's last moment. You're waiting on a lot of things and the web suddenly comes on right in the last moment. Then it's like, we need it by tomorrow. Yeah, no, <laughs> but even if it is tomorrow, you need to, you know, just take some time before to think what you want to deliver a bit. Put yourself in the mind, what are you, who are your audience? Most important, who are your audience? What audience are gonna be coming to your website? Also at each point, there are different journeys for different moments. You might be months out, so you're trying to find, you're trying to get those sponsors to get involved. You're trying to get the media partners. You're trying to get the first speakers. Then the journey changes and then you're on a delegate acquisition journey. Then, you know, you need to think about from the day you launch your website or from the time you're creating it into the day of the event, what journeys, what different stages your website's going to have. 
and what journeys you're going to have for it. If you're looking for, if you're trying to get sponsors involved, what do they need to convert on your website? What do they need? It's not going to be the same what they need and what your attendees will need. It's not going to be the same. Every single, you'll probably have different audiences, different personas visiting your event. Therefore, you have different audiences and different personas visiting your website. Therefore, you need a unique journey for each of those. So just take the time, map it out, think of what each of those people need at what time and create a journey for it. Jim, we could talk about ages just on a web journey. And as you know, I'm not brief. That's why I've only got through like one or two mistakes, one or two theaters, because I don't know how to be brief. So that could, we can leave that for another conversation, but think first about a journey. Once you have a journey, think about your audience and what they need from you at what point and just give it to them really. And then think about all the prettiness, then think about gathering the content, then get your copywriter because then you'll be like, Hey, I need to say exactly this thing at this point. So I need a free sentence paragraph explaining the event for here. I need a two word title for here. Once you have your journey, then you can ask for that. Then you can gather your images because then you know, well, I'm going to put this image right here at the top because I want to express this. It's not just about choosing random images, choosing random content and put it in places. It's really thinking, well, for example, your hero image that's got so much potential, that visual there. But what do you want to show? You know, are you wanting to show that it's a massive event packed with a lot of people in an indoor area? Are you wanting to show it's a more relaxed, more casual? Or are you wanting to show, you know, depends what you want your user to think about in that exact second. I mean, website is like first impressions. There's only one chance to give one good first impression with your website. And to break that is very difficult after. If you don't yeah. give the right message in that moment, it is very difficult to give a different message later on. So imagine if you're putting like here a really, your hero is really serious and you've got everyone in suits and everyone really like giving a perception that your event's going to be really serious and professional, let's say like that. And you go down and you're then you're talking about, no, it's going to be fun and vibe and energetic. And there's going to be <laughs> rollerblade skaters and coffee baristas. And then suddenly something's going wrong. Something's like the message is not right. It's not, you you show me this, I think your event's this and that, you know, so it just needs to all be aligned. So really just think of that first and then go ask for everything you need and put it in the right places. Yeah, yes, great stuff there. It's, it's fairly simple to put together a great looking website, especially mm-hmm. today. You've got so much, so much great resources available to you, but if it's not aligned correctly and what you said at the beginning of that segment is so, so important, the journey, it's all about the journey, figuring out each of your stakeholders, whether it's your, your sponsors, your exhibitors, your attendees, what journey do you want them to take down? Cause it's, they're all on different journeys as they're, mm-hmm. as they're coming to your event and make sure if you have any questions don't guess ask them reach out to some sponsors or or maybe companies you would like to be sponsors and say hey would you help me to craft this i would love to if i get your input maybe i'll give you a discount on the sponsorship or you could be our lead sponsor or something like that 
get their input. Don't make any guesses because you could be way off base by by making assumptions that, that you just don't know. My goodness, this has been just outstanding. Great, great information. You're absolute gold, Francesca. Thank you so much. As, as we wrap up here, is there maybe one or two things that you definitely want people to take away from our, our conversation today? Well, I think the first one is think of it as it is the first point of the experience you're anyone involved with your event is going to have with your event it's not you can't wait until the day of your event into that registration moment to start their experience they will have had it way ahead of time from the first moment they saw or post on social from the first moment they engage with you but especially really on the website is where it starts that experience if you make it easy for them to get involved if you answer to all their questions like we said in the faqs and the actual registration process is really seamless and really easy and they got this amazing confirmation email and they got all the information they need they're going to be hyped and loving you already if they had a if they couldn't find their answers they had to contact you well they might not even ever get to your event but if they do you know you're starting on another foot that's your experience starts way before your event so start by delivering a great experience or way before your event and my second one is to just keep your event, like we were saying there, keep it relevant, keep it live all year round, keep it updated from way before your event, day of your event, way after, and don't take it down. Please don't take it down <laughs> after your event. Please don't take it down and start creating a whole new one next year. Build on from it, keep it going. Those are great things to end on because you're giving people something, not only tools to create the, the right website, but a website that will pay off over and over and over all year round and create, create those raving fans that will, can't wait to come back or can't wait to sponsor, can't wait to exhibit next year. Francesca, this has been awesome. So if you've, we've got some listeners out there that are saying, you know what, I think we need some help with our, our website. They'd like to get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to do that? Well, anyone who wants to reach out, anyone who like needs just to help, even if they're seeing that a website doesn't perform as they would like to, if they just want even to have me to have a look at it and give them advice, if they need a little hand, they need some support, keeping it live all year round, they can find me online on LinkedIn or on Instagram, or they can just go to my website, BBR Web Design and Management or the eventscast as well.com. And they can just send me a message or just my email is also Francesca at BBR Web Design com so they can just reach me directly there i love to talk as you've probably seen i think that comes through quite obvious so just do reach out send me a message on linkedin where you can find me at francesca Rodriguez balit or just directly email or find me at my website awesome i will put i'll drop all those links in into the show notes and people know not only does she like to talk but she is razor sharp she knows her stuff and she knows the events industry which is so important you're not just getting a generic web designer you're getting someone who's going to be able to help guide you to make those right decisions that's outstanding let's take a quick moment and tell people about the events cast oh well the events cast is it is my one of my side projects right now it is a podcast for anyone in the events industry we focus mostly on event marketing really or i spoke speak mostly about event marketing we have guests from all around the world coming on and speaking about the amazing stuff they're doing we've got people sharing amazing stories of how they built amazing brands for their website for their websites no sorry for their events or how they've <laughs> 
moved to the new com famous community word in the events or we talk about sustainability about diversity in events we talk about it all so yeah come join me the aim of it is to inspire everyone in the events industry a little give a little support to anyone out there who just needs someone next to them to see if they're doing things right and needs just a little a little help to get along to them their day to day or just needs a break of it and hear some inspiration so that's why we also share inspiring stories so yeah you can find it on spotify apple Podcasts, google all of them so just search for the events cast and come join me for an episode or two we have one actually launching really soon with jim too talking about sponsor about trade shows and how to maximize yes. um the roi so that's a great one too which you should definitely come listen to absolutely absolutely go check it out if you if you enjoyed today you will love her podcast it's it's awesome it's got great energy great guests and and i'm gonna be on there soon so like she said so so, so look for for our interview as well francesca thank you so much appreciate you coming on and sharing all your wonderful experiences Jim, thanks so much for happen, having me. Thanks for, yeah, thanks for joining me a few weeks ago for my one too. And yeah, thanks for having me here today. It's my pleasure. Absolutely. And for all you listening, just I encourage you to keep coming back. If you enjoyed today, you will love some of the past episodes as well. And, and make sure you get on our email newsletter so you don't miss any coming up because there are so many great guests, probably not as great to the level of great as as francesca today but you will love them and you'll get great information so keep coming back here to campus each time at trade show university